Welcome to Rev Up Your Reading Life with Miss Alul's All-Stars. All right, I am here with Ethan to talk about what he's reading. Ethan, what are you reading this week? Um, Out of My Mind by Shara, Sharon M. Draper. Uh, that, is that what's... I don't know mm-hmm. if that's pronounced correctly. It is. Or not. Um, it says that it was a Coretta Scott King award-winning author. Amazing, and, amazing book. Um, a Denver Post quoted on it, If there's one book teens and parents and everybody else can read this year, Out of My Mind should be it. Do you agree with that? Um, yes. What are you getting out of this book? What's this book? What is this author teaching you? Um... <clears throat> Well, so far, in the, um, the writing part. So far, I think it was. I'm not finished with the book yet, but so far, I would say not to judge other people by what they look like. Judge other people. Judge judge them by the way they would act, in the way they talk, and not not the way they look. Awesome. I, do you think that's a good lesson we could all yes. learn? Awesome. Yes. Awesome. I think um, a few people our age still need to learn that. I would definitely have to agree with that. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about this character? What what kind of makes her a good character for teaching empathy? Um, because she is um, physically disabled, but on but her brain is always going like always always going and. She is really smart. She has photographic memory, she says, but she can't really tell anybody that um, like what she what, what she feels and her legs don't work. So it's it's really sad and they were in they were in a store one time as a baby as she was a baby and they said on the news that these um Call the, these blocks, these like little wooden blocks, were painted with lead or something, and people were getting sick. And she was pointing to it, and she said, um, "Her mom said, no, you can't have it." And she starts like freaking out. She was trying to say that someone should take it out, um, oh, so so no one gets sick or anything. Uh, but her mom just thinks that she wants it, and she starts throwing a tantrum or something. And um, she's really trying to warn them. Yeah, yeah. But she could you guys imagine feeling like that, that, having all that knowledge inside and no way to get it out? Yeah. yeah. That'd be really Hi. Yes. Ethan's being checked out. All right, he's oh. on his way. I remember that. See you later. Thank you for um, participating in our yeah, podcast I today. May I say something else? Absolutely. Um, just a couple more things. It says that on her back that um, it says that that um, she can't write, she can't walk, she can't write. Being stuck inside her head is making Melody go out of her mind. That is until she discovers something that will allow her to speak for the first time ever. At last, Melody has a voice, but not everyone around her is ready to hear it. I don't know what that means, but it's really intriguing. It really is, isn't it? Just wait. Yeah. It gets really, really yeah. good. That was one of my favorite the books la- I've ever the read. The last thing I can say, because i got to leave soon, is um, on the back, it's it's a fish inside the bowl. And on the front, the fish is jumping out of the bowl. So Maybe some yeah. symbolism there? Yeah, some she symbolism. finally gets out of her mind? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Good so, job, Ethan. I'm glad you're enjoying that book. That's an interesting pick for you.
Bye. Goodbye. Have a good night. Miss Haley, you picked one of my, also another one of my favorite, favorite books. It's a sad one, but it's a powerful one. What do you think? Which one are you reading? Tell one me about it. One for the Murphys by Linda Mullaly Hunt. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a really good book. It, so this girl, she goes, she's, her mom doesn't do, like, the best things with her. And then she goes to this foster home just for a temporary time. And she ends up hating them at first, but then at the end she really loves them and doesn't want to leave. Okay. What, what is this author using this book to teach you, do you think? What, what are you learning from this book? What experience are you getting? Pretty much, like, when, or even if you don't know somebody the best, they still care, want to care for you, even if you don't think that. Okay. Good. And I know you really, this book kind of took you by by surprise, didn't it? Yeah. I don't think you expected it to be as good as it was, and I couldn't get you out of it. Yeah, I read it, I finished it in one week. Yeah, you really, you were reading this book like crazy. Um, there's a lot there. It kind of makes you feel lucky, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Courtney, what are you reading? You kind of got sucked into a series here. Tell well, me about this great series you found. This was the first one, and I just finished it, and now I'm on the second one, but it's The Thickety A Path Begins by J.A. White, and it's about... There's a little civilization on an island that's, like, cut off from the rest of the world, and there's a forest, and they all think it's, like, evil, and there's a myth that there's a forest demon in the forest, and they have these beliefs that, like, all magic and all witches and everything is terrible, and they have a god that destroyed all of the witches and everything, but, and now... It's about Kara, and her mom was convicted of being a witch, and she died, and she's been taking care of her brother, and her dad is, like, he is just, like, he doesn't do anything, and he's just being a really bad father at the moment. And Kara finds this book that her mother left for her, and she finds out that it's a spell book, and... She finds her powers and that she can actually do magic. And then there's, she has a nemesis at school who finds out about the book and instead of telling like the gray cloaks, which are like the police, she actually like steals her spell book. And Kara was a good witch, but Grace is a bad witch, and she tries to destroy the whole town. And Grace, I mean not Grace, Kara actually saves them from Grace, who is trying to destroy them. And then Kara just learns that, like, you can't, like, judge something by what it looks like and, like, what people think about it. And you have to actually, like, see what it is before you can judge it. And... Do you think that there's a life lesson in there that we all we all could learn something from? That you can't like categorize something without actually knowing what it is, and we can't say something is another thing without actually learning about it and seeing what it does and how it helps people instead of saying that it's just bad and we can't have anything to do with it. We have to realize what it is and do something with it. Don't be afraid of things that are unfamiliar. Yeah. That's a really, really good life lesson for us, isn't it? Awesome.
I'll email it to you. I'll email it to you. And lastly, Mr. Austin sucked into another book. Um, you found books unlike anything I have ever seen before in my life, and I'm really excited that you found them. What book did you find? Um, the book I was reading was A New, A New Hope, The Life of Luke Skywalker, which is part, is part which it's based off the movies, um, A New Hope, mm -hmm. which is, it's just telling the book is telling Luke and his adventures from the from the movie point from oh. Star Wars. Yeah, and um, all through the book he has to go through he has to go through tragedy. He goes through tragedies, a bunch of adventures. He's he's gone. He's almost he's went went through almost a couple. He almost died multiple times from many enemies that he's had to face. And um. That he when, when he finally figured out who his father was, he ha he he took his own time from his from what he was doing just to go find out more about what his father did was and what he did, and and he was and he figured out that he had that he was able to use the force when he was like when he was. Before he had to go and like leave like his planet because it was about because it was getting raided um raided by um these people that live that live um in Tatooine called Tusken Raiders which they're not the best people to be around. So this is kind of like the Star Wars um, Star Wars saga is already huge. Yeah. And now what they've done is they've taken these characters and they've given them all yeah. biographies. Yeah. Such a neat, neat idea for a book, and it really kind of, it really sucked you in. Yeah. Um, there was one interesting one you also read about um, about one of the villains. Oh, the Wrath of Darth Maul. Right. Um, how were these two books the same, and how were um, they different? One um, that they both have like the same kind of backstory when like they had to learn how to they had to train mostly from their leaders from their um, Jedi leaders. So they were similar, but they're yeah. enemies. Yeah. And then, but then, then, at the end of the Wrath of Darth Maul, then Darth Maul gets left down with his brother, and then, and Luke start, um, finishes off with him and Leo. So they kind of ended the same with, like, their siblings. Interesting. Like, at the ending. Interesting. So, um, it sounds like this might even be teaching us the value of a backstory and how people that don't look like they would have anything in common kind of end up actually yeah. being more alike than we give them credit for. Yeah. You think? Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a really good book. I'm glad you found that series. And you have, what is it, seven more books on the yeah, way with from Scholastic coming yeah. this week? I'm excited for those to get here. They ship today, by the way. Allie, what are you reading this week? Or, well, you've just finished this. Now you're already almost done with the sequel. Tell us about this book. Um, well... I am. I was reading *Freak the Mighty*, a novel by Rodman Phil, Philbrick, and what I really find interesting about this book is like how one very self-protective person, or Max, um, is like 
he doesn't like many people, and he becomes friends with um, Freak, a.k.a. Kevin, and in their adventures, um, uh, Max uh, helps Freak out through a lot of problems, like, well, since he's kind since Freak is kind of, um, well, he's crippled, and he can't walk very well, and Max, like, learns a really valuable lesson during that, and one thing that just, that just blows my mind is, um, how Freak changes Max throughout the book. How does Freak change Max? What effect does that friendship have on Max? Because he's kind of a bully kid at the beginning, isn't he? Um, no, not, I wouldn't say really a bully, but, um, I'd more say, like, um, a hermit. Like, he would, he would stay by himself, and he wouldn't want anyone to bother him. And, um, whenever Freak, Whenever Freak came, um, that's whenever, that's whenever Max started, like, that, that was Max's first friend, and since he started to like Freak, um, he would, like, carry him around on his shoulders, and he was, he was nice to him, and... And then one day, Freak, like, he had a seizure during lunch, and then, or not to spoil the book, really, but um, he had to go to the hospital, and since he was crippled, he'd have to, like, get, and he wanted to get a new body, and, and... Isn't that sad how that's all Freak wanted for Christmas? Christmas. That's all he wanted was a new body? Yeah, and, um... And during during the end, like close to the end of the book, um, Max's dad, Killer Kane, gets out of jail, and um, he ties Max up by a rope, and Freak's not around, and and he and Max's dad hides him in the basement cellar of a burned down house and really he he was the one who who um he went to he went to jail in the past years for um like he said that he didn't um kill Max's mom but he really did and he did it by choking her and one of Max's like adult friends, Loretta, she tried to un come down there and untie untie Max and and then Max's dad started choking her and she just about died before um, Max distracted his dad and then Max's dad started choking him. And it's just a weird, like, a weird combination of stuff that happens. It's very sad, but it's kind of yeah. very 
it's very empowering to watch mm-hmm. Max actually learn to love himself and learn to actually be a friend. And then he even gets the courage up to actually stand up to his dad. And I was planning on telling the end of the book, but I really don't want to. Yeah, don't, don't, save. don't spoil it. Yeah, because I, I, I really want to save it for the people that are going to read this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a really good book if you're looking for something with detail and, like, if... If like if you like books where like the plot is someone's like disabled and they have like um, another friend help them out around stuff, and right now I'm reading the sequel to mm-hmm. it, and that is Max the Mighty. How's that one compare? Um, it's slightly better, and I may finish it in a couple days. Awesome, awesome! I like to see that you're setting finishing goals. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Do you know what you're going to read next? Um, I what I'm planning on reading Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you really liked this book. It seemed to kind of kickstart your reading for the year, so I think it's done its job. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thanks for participating, and thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Okay.